We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Have you ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone, from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious, and yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere. And I'm here, and I'm Inez Simpson. Oh, what is my name? Simpson. I'll try that again. She's in Ireland, and she's been a little bit of a Guinness. (laughs) No, I haven't yet. (laughs) And with me is Martin Gover, as usual, being his usual self. And luckily today, I am here in Ireland, as you can tell by the jokes about the Guinness. And this is, I am doing the show live from Dublin and interviewing a friend of mine, Nick Ebden, who is actually in London. So we're sort of UK based today, and it's going to be great. So welcome to the show, Nick, and it's really nice to have you here. Thanks for having me, guys. It's an absolute pleasure. Uh, And this island is not in the UK. Well, I know. No, oh, that's yeah. right. We're in the EU part. Sorry. Oh, I, well, that was a really bad one, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. No, I'm so sorry to my Irish friends. I know. We'll Bel- be in Belfast next week. I'm getting confused. Sorry. All right. All the political correctness is now ruined. Back to hypnosis. Back to hypnosis now, which I do know something about. <laughs> So, Nick, I'd like to, you're, you know, my guests are sort of 90% regular people and the rest are hypnotists. Or, <laughs> the guests are pretty much normal people. Oh, the listeners are a little bit different. Maybe I did have the Guinness. <laughs> I'm not sure. Anyway, so uh, would you really tell our listeners mm-hmm. uh, how you got to hypnosis and what you were doing before, blah, whatever, whatever you want to do about a bio about yourself and Tell us all about how you feel about hypnosis. Okay, so um, we'll start at the beginning. Um, my first experience, so, so my background is from uh, an investment banking background. Um, my first experience um, with hypnosis was, wow, probably around uh, the turn of the turn of the century around it sounds so wrong when you say it like that. Um, I, I know I look old, but I'm not that old. Um, I think I might be. Yeah, I'm not saying anything. Um, we've already offended the Irish. I'm not going to say anymore. Um, so yeah, I, I was um, I was a trader on a metals desk um, for a big in, uh, US investment bank, Morgan Stanley, and um, I was suffering from uh, insomnia. Um, I just had um, I just had my first daughter as well, so uh, that was contributing uh, to the insomnia. <laughs> And 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 I, I um, at the time there wasn't very much a sort of internal help uh, at the bank to, to deal with it. So I went and looked for um, someone who was a NLP and hypnotherapist, uh, NLP master practitioner, as she advertised herself, Jill Mitchell, if you're listening. Um, and she helped. Uh, she gave me my first experience with hypnosis um, and NLP, and uh, in, in I think it was just two sessions. Um, she helped me um, uh, control my uh, problem with sleeping and start getting a good night's sleep again. Um, 
that and and uh, what we go on to. She also, uh, I also uh, did some uh, practical things as well and looked for some practical solutions. Then, so 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 that was that. Um, I I uh, I was uh, working as a trader uh, quite successfully, if I don't mind saying so myself. Um, in two thousand and nine, I sort of had enough of it at the time. Uh, Morgan Stanley graciously uh, made me redundant. Uh, I can't go into too many details because they then re-employed me several months later. Um, but 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 by the time I'd, I'd come back, I was suffering from um, uh, stress, and, and and that sort of culminated in me having a bit of an embarrassing episode in a dealing room of two hundred and fifty odd people. Um, uh, much to the amusement of my enemies in that dealing room. Um, and um, I was signed off work for eight weeks. Um, I had um, cognitive therapy, hypnotherapy, and sort of uh, pulled myself through it. Uh, but I was really sort of fascinated then. That sort of piqued my interest in uh, not just uh, self-help and self-development, but you know, the possibility of helping others. When I went back after uh, my uh, leave of absence, um, um, I was... I was already sort of researching how I could uh, explore it more. Uh, I found um, a lot of pleasure helping a few other people. It's amazing that when when uh, one of the bigger personalities in the dealer room suffers with stress and has to deal with it publicly, how many other people then come out of the woodwork that are also dealing with stress? So, so I had a sort of a bit of a uh, an, another role helping other people in a similar predicament as me. Um, and, and, and and the more I sort of got interested, the more I sort of fell out of love with the corporate world. Started studying um, first cognitive behavioural therapy, then hypnotherapy, and then sort of continued to add on and develop NLP and uh, and, and such like. Um, then I, uh, after um, working with clients for a few years, then trained as uh, an instructor um, for the NGH and uh, Omni and. Uh, two of the biggest schools out there um, but but in that time sort of made a lot of mistakes as, as we've discussed in the past in, in trying to get the business working for what was my my obvious niche market at the time which was um, uh, people in the city and people in a similar position that I found myself in a few years previously so um, so and that is kind of what I do now I work just on a referral basis uh, coaching um, uh, and using hypnotherapy in that coaching and mentoring um, people in uh, traders, financial traders, brokers, salespeople at banks, senior management, executives, and, and, and so on and so forth. Um, Extremely yeah, high stress jobs, right? Uh, uh, yeah, incredibly. Um, I, um, I like to give them a bit of perspective with their stress as well. Um, I don't pull any punches that. Uh, there, there are more stressful things in the world than losing other people's money, um, <laughs> and, and 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 just seeing your bonus slashed to six figures uh, in, instead of a, a potential seven. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm joking. But that is an important part of what yeah. I do. It is is uh, um, is making sure that they have a bit of personal perspective, because in in a competitive environment like the city, it's very it's very hard to forget that you're just in, for in bubble. 
the listeners who are especially Americans or whatever that aren't in from um, <laughs> anywhere else at all, they don't know what you mean by the city. And that's really a sort of a one mile or one kilometer, right? Yeah. One mile? In London, they call it the square mile. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to put any uh, uh, Americans' noses out of joint, but it's, it's still the financial capital of the world. <laughs> now we're both, we can, we're both we're getting, you know, we're going to slapping people today. Yeah, but I can say that because I, I used to pop over to Wall Street and Times Square with Morgan Stanley quite a lot. Um, and, and, and actually, New Yorkers are just like Londoners, um, just fractionally happier. <laughs> uh, and um, and um, yeah, it's, it's it's square mile, um, and, and obviously there's a lot of financial institutions and the insur- I, I deal with people from the uh, Lloyd's Insurance, which is uh, obviously the, the the global center of the insurance market as well. Um, and, and 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 for my American listeners, I'll, I'll even slip into a bit of uh, American language. I used to trade copper and aluminum. <laughs> which for, for, for English people is aluminium but yeah so yes we could get into that couldn't we oh, as I say yeah. we've done the Irish we've done the Americans <laughs> <laughs> and nobody worries about the Canadians so. no. <laughs> they'll apologise yeah, we'll we'll just say we're sorry yeah. anyway just like I always do <laughs> exactly <laughs> um, yeah so, so I mean well uh, virtually all my business now. I do consulting work as well. That sort of has been a sort of byproduct of the coaching and mentoring. But I mean, predominantly my coaching and therapeutic clients all come from uh, the Square Mile or Canary Wharf, which is where I used to be based, and a lot of the big uh, financial institutions are based. And and which we will get onto where the UK Hypnosis Convention was based up until last year. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So continuing, so now we know what the city is and we know how high stress it was and how, so now you're actually, you did tell me this, I'm sure, that you now work only by referral. Yeah, I, I've been on that for quite a while. Um, when I've been interviewed by other people in the past, I, I, I think it's always best to be honest. And, and I've got to be honest, I am an absolute rubbish marketer. Um, and I also um, have been in a privileged position where, obviously, because of my past, because of uh, uh, professional successes I've had in the past, I had a lot more time to develop a business and make mistakes and, and so on and so forth. So um, now now it is all just referral. It doesn't mean that I don't deal with a whole uh, a range of issues. Although even that, I am now a bit more selective, and I will refer on to other people. But the the, um, the 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 bulk of my business is all referral now, um, and uh, and I like it that way. That I've got to the point now where I can pick and choose who I work with and how I work with them as well, which mm. is which is a bit of a luxury. And it's only cost me thousands of pounds getting it wrong over the years, <laughs> so I'm enjoying it now. No, that's good. So, um, but what I was really, I think, getting at that this now is working with the financial guys who have all this stress. You have developed a great way of of leading them through and and helping them, and that's uh, pretty astounding. That this the city, or as like you say, New York, would be the same. 
where mm-hmm. Wall Street is, that very high stress, that that thing that gets you give them some way to live their life in a much easier way. Yeah, I, I think um, I think it's a combination of educating them. You know, I've I've got a very uh, particular view on what hypnosis is and what hypnosis isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, as I mentioned before, I've, I've trained and I've trained others in in the more typical approaches to hypnosis, which the listeners will probably have a good idea of what. Um, especially obviously after listening to you and your guests, what uh, what a typical hypnosis session may be in their own head. And people in the city have their own ideas too. And unfortunately, a lot of these sort of very in-demand sort of people in the city haven't got the time or inclination to to sit through how they perceive one to be. So, Nick... I think we've got a few seconds left in this first segment, how fast that goes. And wow. we'll just have to continue that on the way back. So uh, we'll see you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government-approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to inezsimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be, you can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere, and we're going to get right into it with Nick. And Nick was just going to start talking about how he perceives hypnosis and what he likes about it, right? So we'll just keep going, Nick, from here. Yeah, so uh, as I was saying, I, I, I was teaching in formal hypnosis, and and when I was running um, uh, clinics and uh, offices in like the London suburbs and, and local uh, to where I am now, 
um, I could do a typical hypnosis session. But what I found really quickly was that um, proportionately, people in, in the city and, and people um, in, in certain sort of occupations that I was working with weren't as open to uh, the idea of uh, typically how they perceived hypnosis to be uh, and also uh, participate. Plus as well, in the city as well, that they were quite time sensitive as, as well. Um, and um, the, the sort of hypnosis I was doing at the time um, could potentially have been open-ended. But, but that aside, what I did notice was, and, and what I learned to, to spot very quickly was, and understand uh, hypnosis to be, um, any time when there is a heightened level of suggestibility. And, and taking that a step further, that level of suggestibility um, for a trader more often than not will be not what others are saying around them, but what they're actually saying to themselves. And then, and then taking that a step further, um, you, you know, if, if you're considering hypnosis as a typical model of bypassing a critical faculty mm -hmm. to, 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 to get into that um, state of heightened suggestibility, um, they're, they're being bombarded with so much information simultaneously in, in real time and often very real time. And there's so many unknowns already in, in a trader's uh, day. You know, they, they, can, they can have as, as thorough a plan and exit strategy and take profit strategy or whatever, whatever their trading style is. But things happen um, that they've not um, uh, taken any uh, consideration for. And, and, and what happens then is in that moment of, oh, we don't know how to respond here, generally how, how they'll talk to themselves in that time is as good as any powerful hypnotic suggestion yeah, that you'll experience in a, in a traditional sense. And then what happens is as well, because of the markets and the speed of the financial markets, they don't have time to process stuff cognitively. They don't have they don't have the pattern potentially uh, in a new situation to to map to anything constructively unconsciously or non consciously, so they they then create an, a, a, probably a more damaging uh, uh, self suggestion as well, and and and, the, and when I work with them, I, I realise that I didn't have to have a typical uh, state of hypnosis for, for want of a better expression because they were providing all the states. And, and levels of suggestibility that I needed to work with. Um, so what I will do is I'll, I will run through scenarios with them and I'll listen carefully to their language and I'll listen uh, and I'll observe their shifts in emotion as well when, when they're taking me through a, a particular scenario that might have caused them distress. Um, and, and, and the problem with uh, traders, as in anyone as well, uh, but I, I do find it sort of magnified is is that often the presenting problem isn't the problem with them as well. So, you, so, so not only are they giving them uh, sales negative suggestions about that, that particular instance that day that had triggered their stress or their anxiety or a panic attack or, or, or their anger or, or what have you, um, there, there, there's going to be so many different facets in their life just overlapping that you have to unpick um and um I, i'm privileged obviously because of because of um my previous experience of being able to empathize with with some of them in certain situations being able to recognize um 
what I would call the uh, the, the errors of thinking from uh, our cognitive behavioural therapists would describe as the errors of thinking when they happen. And, and, and they're either a precursor to more uh, damaging suggestions, um, but it's, it's then making, uh, making a plan of using a combination of um, suggesting things to them at that time, uh, getting them to use their imagination. Traders are actually um, as, as analytical as traders are perceived to be, depending on what style of trading they use to make money. So some of them um, are actually got incredible imaginations. Hmm. I, I find anyone that's actually got themselves in, in a, a, a bit of bother anyway is, has used their imagination well, if not uh, unhelpfully. Of course, yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, a, a trader, some of them will be very analytical. Some, will, some of them will literally be program-driven. Uh, some of them can be incredibly disciplined, uh, and, and that, that um, mitigates some of the need to, for creative thinking. But a lot of traders as well, especially traders that work for themselves who don't work to a system, they've got to be able to see into the future. They've got to be able to analyse the past to, to come up with creative strategies. So, so, so they make they make great um, subjects to use, perhaps more typical hypnotic um, approaches with. But, but generally, on the whole, my all my stuff is done being a little bit provocative, maybe pushing a few buttons with them conversationally to see how they react in certain um, situations and then listening to that language, not just what they say, but how they say it as well. Because then, And then we can sort of deconstruct what they're saying. Um, and, and, and then it might take a few strategies, a few practical strategies of, of doing this as well. Um, I always say, you know, the first thing a trader will say is, I can't leave the desk, or, you know, right? Um, and I say, well, I say, well, you have to. You know, if you can't, you must. Um, and uh, sorry, that was really, I nicked that off of Tony Robbins, and I quite liked it. Um, uh, or he nicked it off of me, I don't know. It was one of the two. But, uh, um, but they have to because they're stuck, and they're just in this immersive experience of self-hypnosis. Um, and, and they're telling themselves the same things. They, they, they often would have been in this situation time and time again, and they've never resolved properly how to deal with it. Uh, now, I'm talking, in a, I'm talking in a trading technical sense. The fact of the matter is a lot of what traders come to see me about will be about their personal lives, about handling stress. And, and the problem that people, and, and this will be the same in Wall Street, this will be the same in Silicon Valley, it will be the same in the city, um, high achievers, high earners don't feel that they can go and turn around to someone and say, do you know what, I'm feeling really depressed. And I can, I can totally relate to that. You know, when I, when I was uh, executive director at Morgan Stanley, turning around to a mate who was stacking pallets at Safeways um, and telling him, oh, I just can't deal with shit. He turned around and go, you have got no problems at all. But every, obviously everything's relative. The reason the city is a success is because people are competing at an incredibly high level, mm -hmm. and, and and so 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 life is relative for them. Uh, but but then I do like to also get them to um, using their imaginations to to put themselves in in scenarios where they have to have a bit of perspective about their life um, as well, um, and and 
and, and again, I'm, I'm always happy to use strategies. I'll, I'll send them out and get them to do something nice, get them to do a bit of charity work, uh, just to get over themselves a bit and get out of their, their egos out of the way. But, um, yeah, but a lot of the problems will be relationship problems. You know, you know, you have to look at the environment that they're working in. There, Some of these guys are working 80 hours a week, and when they get home, they're on their phones or watching the markets or on the phone taking or taking out clients three nights a week. I remember the wife used to love that. Me coming in drunk every every night, Wednesday through to Friday. It was her favourite time of the week for sure. Um, but but that puts strains on relationships. Mm-hmm. And and bear in mind as well, these guys are then processing uh, the rights and wrongs generally badly because they're back at the desk in that heightened state of uh, suggestibility again. And they got the guy next door saying, to, I'll tell the missus to bugger off. She's in the wrong. Buy her a Gucci handbag. Buy her this, buy her that. And, and, if, and all their solutions generally tend to be stupid and uh, unproductive. So, so it's, you know, you and I have spoken before in is about uh, the um, doing um, uh, very short uh, sessions. And it mm-hmm. seems to be the trend now. Mm-hmm. And I don't, uh, I don't know if you've had any uh, quickfire merchants on, but uh, when you've got a guy there whose life is so complex, so layered, just the things he's saying to himself need perhaps one or two sessions yeah. to unpick and understand. Uh, the, the solutions to these problems um, can, um, can um, go over many weeks. And plus, as well, they've they got egos. They're not, they're not going to tell you the truth straight away. You've got some big... Uh, a titan of industry coming in he's going to lie he's going to lie on his backside you might find out in the second or third week that he's actually there because he's got a cocaine problem and his trading's fine or so yeah. you know um, it 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 takes a while to listen to understand and then use their own um methods of, of giving yeah. themselves these dangerous self-suggestions more productively yeah. You know, it's, it's pretty a natural thing to do is people will do even on my level where I'm not working with those types of people, they'll still say they'll phone in and they'll say, well, I have this or that. And it's just a, you know, I chew my nails or something. And then but what they really coming in for is a much more bigger issue usually, but they don't want to talk about that till they're, you know, sound you out. And, and then like you say, you have to dig sometimes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, to give you an example, uh, uh, um, a broker came in and he, he actually he actually came in that he said uh, it was actually about relationship issues. They, they very rarely actually lead with that. Um, but, I mean, again, this is, this is the beauty of having referrals. You tend to get to the honest things a bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but this guy came in, and, you know, making his wife out to be a complete dragon. And then she was being unreasonable, and 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 I think he was really just looking for a way to get out of dealing with with the real problem, which was that he had a tax bill he hadn't paid in two years. He promised he promised her this big dingy dangly uh, white wedding that that he was he, she was second in the queue after Her Majesty's Treasury and Customs and or whatever, and uh, and. Um, and, and, and it's getting that sort of stuff out of him, you know. And, and then, and, and I've got to be honest, that was a lovely one. It was a really clean, imagine, you know, what do you see? And he just saw this big wall in front of him. I imagine breaking that wall down, what's the other side? Um, and all the answers. And, and this was like, I mean, this was one of those beautiful ones 
where it was it was 55 minutes getting to the root of it and five minutes fixing it yeah i think that's pretty cool um but yeah some of them they, they can stretch the uh, the fibs on for weeks but again that's that's the beauty of having a background i can i can i can call um call people on stuff that other people perhaps wouldn't be comfortable well i think that's true and you know uh, whatever we've done before will be um added into who our clients are attracted to us for that for that right yeah yeah. And I had to be rubbish for a long time before they was attracted to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're down to 30 seconds again. So wow. can you believe it? Anyway, we have a couple more segments, luckily, and we're just going to go to break and we'll see you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. to hypnosis everywhere the simpson protocol to reach the show today please call into 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 you may also send an email to inez that's i-n-e-s at inezsimpson.com now back to this week's program well, welcome back, and we've been having a great time talking to Nick, and I'm just going to ask him to sort of 
talk about anything else he wants to talk about, but I really want to lead into the UK convention. So first, go ahead, Nick, and, and you know, now you just got to think, oh, what else do I want to say about anything else? <laughs> I hate when in this does this. Um, no, um, I, mean, I, I mean, I'm quite happy to go talk uh, talk about the um, uh, the convention and, and 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 link it to something that I was talking about before, which is that I've, I've got my own uh, very particular views on certain approaches. And um, and, and as as uh, we've discussed before, so do lots of people in our profession have very strong <laughs> views about certain approaches. And, and for the listeners who, who don't particularly under, understand, you know, the, I think that there isn't a therapy field like hypnosis that is so broad, that is so generic, that can mean so many different things. I mean, let's put it this way. No one even has a clear uh, definitive um, uh, description or, or, or what of how or what hypnosis is or how it works. Yep. So, so, so you can. That's obviously a, that's a beautiful recipe for having loads of arguments uh, on a regular basis. Um, and 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 I've got particular views uh, of certain approaches or people who use the term hypnosis with very little regard to, to what it is or how it works. Um, and I think we've seen a, a sort of a, a real surge in in people trying to trying to package hypnosis differently. Um, and um, th there's, so, there's so many different varieties and so many different approaches and techniques and, um, um, and what have you that for, for, for people who are, uh, so for the average Joe on the street or even the people that I'm seeing, who do you go to when you, when you uh, want to actually come down to resolving an issue? And then, and then secondary, the people who learn hypnosis and then want to further um, uh, their own careers or, or refine their own way of doing therapy or change work, who are the people to go and learn from? And, mm -hmm. and, 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 and so, you know, you mentioned the convention and, and one, of the, one, one, of, one of my, um, I would say, gripes with the profession is that there are people who aren't seeing enough clients and real people out there uh, to, to know how to work uh, with the people in front of them to get a result. Mm. Um, you know, you and I come at hypnosis from a, from a, totally, a, from a totally different angle, mm -hmm. but as we've discussed in the past, we've, we've, we've learned from, from different respected schools of thought some of the stuff we've learned, we've 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 left behind, and some of the stuff we, as you have done, you've refined uh, to a very specific yeah, protocol and integrated it with other things and, and what have you. But there's lots of other people who now, uh, especially with the emergence of the internet and, and social media, are, are literally just out to sell the fastest uh, and and noisiest and razzmatazziest um, approach. And what gets left behind is the fact that the people who are actually buying this on the end, the people who want to take that and actually make someone's life better or, or, or change that. So one of the problems and the limitations of social media when it comes to the hypnosis profession, hypnotherapy profession, more than others, is because there's so many diverse opinions and beliefs and attitudes towards it, that it generally turns into sometimes a prickly environment to be discussing it and trying to bring the profession mm -hmm. forward. 
uh, I'm, I'm sure you and I can think of dozens and dozens of anecdotes each where you've found yourself in a conversation and tried to get out of it and uh, <laughs> and, then, and then your ego pulls you back I'll just no, I'll go but I'll just have a passing shot before I go um, so so when I first did the convention um, I I wanted to put I, I wanted to put on an event where some of these um, strongly conflicting views are a bit more exposed and a bit more raw and a bit out in the open to be judged um, um, more as, as either good or bad or shouldn't be speaking or but also as well to, to provide um, uh, experienced hypnotherapists um, newly trained hypnotherapists hypnoth people doing a hypnotherapy training or people thinking of doing hypnotherapy training to come and, and really have a broad cross-section of all these styles do you have just, uh, are you open to just regular people attending a hypnosis convention or not? You mean normal people that aren't hypnotists? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You, you yeah. know, um, I think, well, I, I'll give you an example. So, so, so I employ uh, a certain amount of people. I have, a, I have a number of volunteers from the hypnosis community, but I also employ what I would call lay people who who have no training, and and they find it fascinating um, to the point that um, they offer to come back and help help the following year for free. <laughs> and, and do you know what? I say yes, but yes. but but I, I, it's actually the sort of thing, and and the reason why the UK hypnosis convention is the place to do it is that there is no organizational affiliation i'm not i don't try i actually ditched any training aspirations i had one because i had personal um incongruencies with what i was teaching but also um i wanted it to be a totally clean event where people who who had no uh, no previous uh ideas of what hypnosis was could come and not be steered in any particular direction mm. and i think that's really important and i think as a profession as a whole you, the, 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 there needs to be that common ground established mm. because I, I could imagine some of these people who who have not experienced hypnosis or or experience it for the first time, poke their head into some of these groups and think, Christ, I'm going to a cognitive therapist. Well, you know, it's a little bit scary when you're maybe a new hypnotist and you get on a form and, uh, you know, and you go, oh, you know, what do I do now? What do I say? What do I, and out you go, because you're just going to run. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, do you know what? There, there's some people that probably don't translate very well on the written forums. That's a part of a problem is that text is definitely not the best way to communicate. Yeah, I mean, I've sent a few humdingers in my time, and, and <laughs> wow, how, how do I delete that? Uh, <laughs> or and, and then go back and reword it. But when you meet these people in the flesh, some of them are actually some of the most uh, kindest and generous people with their time. Um, and, and and there's and there's also a difference between seeing something explained in writing and seeing something demonstrated. Yes. I, I mean, you're, for instance, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, the stuff you do is very uh, demonstration-driven. Yeah. People want to see it. They, they want to see the reaction from the person you've got sat in the chair, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and, and that's where you get the buy-in. That's where people know that you're a yeah. credible 
um, a, a credible instructor that, that you're someone that someone can learn something from and it's great and, and you know what it's, it's brilliant because over the last two years we've had some big egos walk in and some heavily shrunk and bruised egos walking out and and on the flip side I've given enough platform to 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 the newer trainers and the people like just emerging in the field and and they've some of them have been like a revelation that, that people have been like these are fantastic you know they really mm -hmm. know their stuff well, so that's exciting to always have that balance and for for instance melissa tears who's going to be the keynote this year i mean we've known yeah. each other for years and we're very different in the, our approaches and we both have the highest respect for each other yeah you know and and it's nice if we can get to those sort of things, and that's why on this program I have I have people on from every facet, and I yeah. say all hypnosis is good. It's just the one that's good for me to use is mine. You know, like you know, that's that's, I, it. that's it. And people are so different anyway. My approach, I, I, I'm sure some some I would turn people's hair white if they were in an office with me. <laughs> whereas whereas your approach would be absolutely perfect for what they want. Yeah. You, you, you know that healing aspect and that I um I know people like yourself do it a lot better than I do. Well, I definitely wouldn't be so good at doing the what you do, and we that's why we're all unique, and that's why I say you know get out there and and do your research, ask your hypnotist questions, and see if you have the rapport and the and the right blend, then go for it. Yeah, so. absolutely. Do you know what a, a a good hypnotist, a good hypnotherapist, should be able to answer in such a honest and a direct way including mm -hmm. their own limitations i mean the best yes. the, one of the best things i did was start referring away work i didn't want to do yeah uh, be, well, because otherwise you become a really bad advert for yourself and the profession i agree i think that's great so ultimately when you do the convention what i respected so much was what you took this and you did exactly that the same sort of thing that i'm doing with the program is trying to show all aspects of hypnosis and all aspects are being valid. And that is what I respected in you so much and that you, you know, you sort of, you sort of get to be the middleman, which isn't always nice for you, I would think. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's, you get to be the one, the person keeping the peace. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, being a middleman's good because when it goes right, you take all the credit. And, and when it goes wrong, you like, what are those guys like? Why did I have them here in the first place? They were useless. <laughs> um, but, but you know what? I mean, you do this very well on this show, and, and I try and do it in a convention. Ultimately, it's about, in, in terms of, of, of this show, it's, the people, it's about the people listening, and it's about the people you have on. I kind of, I, I kind of do it, and, I, and it's easy to do with no association. That it's all about the speaker, and it's all about the guests. Okay. And it's all about respect, right? I mean, it's it's the respect. And I, I really like that. And you and I respect you a lot for it. So there we go. And we're back to 30 seconds, I hate to tell you. So one I more. 30 oh, seconds. <laughs> yes, that 30 seconds. Off to break we go, and I'll see you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. 
Scalar Wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to inezsimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, the Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Inez. That's I-N-E-S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere, and we've only got a few minutes left. It's always sad to me, uh, but so I'm just going to ask Nick again, just to, we've sort of gone over that about how he was a trader and he was in, you know, the city, all that stuff, and what really brought him to hypnosis and how, how does he feel about it today? Was it, you know, how does he feel about this now that he's doing it for so long? Well, I mean, as, as I said before, um, a lot of people who become hypnotherapists have experienced it from the couch side. Yeah. Um, and I, there's, there's something, because you can't put your finger on it, there's something fascinating about hypnosis. And, 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 and even though I, I have to, from a professional aspect, use the word less than maybe my peers who are working in, in, in more generically with it, um, there is just still something amazing about um, just just tweaking people's expectations mm-hmm. by by, by uh, manipulating people's emotions uh, that you can you can change uh, the how they talk to themselves, how they talk to others. Uh, you, you know, the, the, whenever there's a shift in emotion, there, there's different levels of suggestibility, and, and it happens in relationships, personal relationships, work relationships. And I find that if you study hypnosis to the point that you've got an understanding of it, even even if um, you can't uh, put into words exactly what the understanding is, but but from a, a feet, an intuitive and feeling level of using hypnosis, it's, it's an amazingly incredible tool. I mean, we're not we're not want to articulate something intelligently. I get on the phone to Adam Eason <laughs> and, and, and I say, what, what am I trying to say, Adam? And, and he'll say, Nick, I think you're trying to say this, but no one quite knows what you're trying to say. <laughs> um, but um, 
but it is it is just an in I, I would say it's one of those things. It's, it's different. You can you can get in, you can go and train for uh, cognitive therapy, and, and and some coaching modalities are quite good for this as well. But to to, to go and and learn hypnosis and learn hypnosis with an experiential part to it and and a, and a heavy practical part to it as well. Um, from a personal level, even if you never want to to go and change the world. Uh, you can certainly make your own life better and the people around you better. And I think that's happened for me the same way, but I still use my own tools pretty well every day. Hmm. And my life gets better every year. Every year, my life improves. So I'm going to be 65 and getting better. So there we go. 60, I thought you was in your 40s, in his. Oh, yes, he knows how to charm them, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but, no, but it's, it, it is true that you, you can... You can change how you see it. I mean, I've I've done full circle on on how I see hypnosis and and where I think hypnosis is applicable. Um, but um, it's so it just it goes into every part and every element of your life. It goes into so many different elements of communication. Um, and, and I'm not saying I, I, I necessarily buy into the whole NLP packaging of, of what I'm trying to say, but. Um, you know, just again, it's that emotions and, and, and what's being said and, and how things are being perceived when emotions are high. And, 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 and the awareness you get, because now you're aware and you, you start to notice that self-talk and that talking into your head and giving that suggestion. And you catch yourself doing that because we all do it to some yeah. degree. And and I think that's just that alone. If that was the only thing it did, it would be huge. But it isn't. And luckily for us, it does a heck of a lot more than that. Yeah, and, and you know, I mean, the 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 weak the weakness of hypnosis is also its biggest strength as well. So, so the weakness of hypnosis is that it it will, it will be very hard to ever ever consolidate a profession properly. But yeah. apart apart from around ethics, and even then, I'd probably fail abysmally uh, the way I talk to some of my clients. But <laughs> apart from a core hub of ethics, what actually hypnosis is. It would be very hard to uh, consolidate, uh, and so everyone could conform to a certain way. Yeah, um, it would make the Facebook groups a lot uh, more boring well, as well. But it but, would be a sad day, I think, when that happened to one extreme or the other. You know. Yeah, and 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 I do think it does. Um, don't get me wrong. I do. I do think it does need consolidating yes, quite but, dramatically, but. The, the, the strength of hypnosis as well is in that multifaceted flexibility that it's always happening. Yeah. I'm only afraid of losing that flexibility. But if you've you got know. an imagination and you've got a, and you've got an ability to dissociate and associate at any time, yeah. you'll never lose yeah. that as far as Oh, I'm... no, but I meant the, yeah, this is a whole other topic, so it doesn't really matter. But... Regulation. It's regulation, being regulated to do something because it's like you say, it, it's such a huge, huge topic, hypnosis. But, but I mean, it ha one, it has to have a bit of regulation because um, the, 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 um, the government organizations yes. and stuff, aren't going to give it any credibility. It, it needs the people, and, and I'm, I'm shamelessly plugging in, but the likes of the Adam Eason's to present information. We, we, everyone knows the anecdotal wonders of hypnosis, but in a, in a distrustful, uh, money-driven uh, world, 
uh, you know, to, to, to put it into the mainstream, to, for it to be the first port of call for doctors and psychologists and mm. psychiatrists and this and the other, one, we have to present ourselves as a, possession, uh, as a profession a bit more cohesively and um, not as fractiously. Yeah. Uh, and, and secondly, we do need um, to, to, to have the, the scientists and the academics um, championing it a bit more. The problem is those same academics, um, because other people work on an anecdotal level, obviously come under criticism. Yeah. You know, and I, I probably meet you halfway there on, on that. It's not that I totally disagree with that. But I know I have more doctors or naturopaths, um, all kinds of different anesthesiologists seem to really get drawn to taking some some protocol. And I noticed that they are much more open than we would have been a while back. So yes, I do. Degree, I agree that you know people like Adam Eason. I don't have anything against that. I kind of like the guy, and but I think there's a sort of a and I don't know how you attain that middle ground. That's the only issue. Well, the problem is, I mean, use the analogy of the doctors as the traders, right? The trader mm. comes in and he, he he's not going to be honest with me um, um, until he's comfortable with me. Doctors yeah. on a personal level will refer people to a hypnotist yes. that they trust. But when they're in a room full of their peers. Yeah, that's true. And the professor looks over his half rim spectacles and goes, what do you think about this hypnosis? They're going to go, mm, <laughs> until, they've got, until they've got something yes. scientific that, to, they, that they, can they, they can bounce back with. And, and, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not dismissing anecdotals. Okay, I hate to say this, but our show is running down, and I just need to say, who's on next week, Martin? What's her name? Kaz Riley's on next week. No. no. Well, what's the date today? 13? Oh. No, Sting Mills Mitchell. <gasps> oh, I'm, gee, I've Ooh, done it again. No, Kaz isn't until the 27th. No, the 4th of July. Sort of 4th, 4th of July, American... 4th of July is Kaz. And next week is Sting Mills Musha and me. And what's Again. he supposed to say to that? I don't know, wow. but we only have 30 seconds left to say goodbye, Nick. Goodbye. Thanks ever so much for having me. Thank it's been you. an absolute blast. Thank you. So next week, come and see the surprise show with Steen Niels. <laughs> <laughs> and the week after, don't miss Kaz. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week. 